I want to give a little bit of background as to actually why I spent so much time in Ukraine and why I spent so much time in this city in particular because there are beautiful women in lots of different countries and definitely that is one of the big uh, attractions um, but it's not the only attraction to come here so I want to give you a, a little bit of overview now about exactly uh, why I chose to spend so much time here so Experience. Welcome back to another episode of the Vodka Vodcast with me, Connor Klein. I'm speaking to you from Odessa in Ukraine, the Black Sea. I'm actually in a place that's known as a kind of old corner uh, Odessa. I'm going to just confirm that's actually the name where I am. Ugolok Staroy Adyesi. Um, just written there so I learned that when I came here but basically it's a place where a lot of people come right in the city center uh, it's beautiful weather it's the end of September can you imagine it's like 28 degrees Celsius today and there are a lot of weddings going on at this time of year and people come to take photos it's kind of a little corner a little oasis of this kind of beauty with some uh, as you can see the old bridge and the fountains that are here well actually you can't see the fountains you can just see the bridge in this shot uh, but that's basically what's around here there's a little well over there and there's like a little lookout uh, point just here and there are like lots of couples so you're gonna see that behind you a little bit of extra cultural context for you uh, here in Odessa so today's episode is dedicated to someone it's actually dedicated to one of my trolls um, trolls are a funny thing I mean obviously I'm not talking to people who just write absolutely obnoxious disgusting stuff that's either racist or sexist or something else um, just to insult you but people actually pursue you online um, pursue metaphorically speaking of course they're just writing comments where they obviously don't like you but they feel uh, compelled to keep writing and leaving comments so this one is to Arian1754 I did say when I replied to your comment that I would make a vodcast episode and in this one I'm gonna be talking about exactly why I spend so much time especially in the summer in, in Ukraine first of all and also Odessa because uh, a common thread I mean there are lots of threads of uh, comments <laughs> I left on my channel but one of them is the fact that the only the only reason I'm here is because there are beautiful women there are hot chicks here and that's the only reason for me to be here and then you get a lot of comments like hey you're a sex tourist uh, because you hang out in Odessa and they're beautiful girls well you should look up the definition of sex tourist first of all they're basically people who pay for sex while on holiday um, this channel does not advocate prostitution personally I don't care about it very much it doesn't affect me so as long as it's voluntary I don't really care so much but you should have respect the law <laughs> if you are involved in that there are places where it's legal I guess to work and to consume that service but that's definitely not what this channel is about it's actually the opposite um, so it's about meeting girls in real life real uh, girls that you don't actually pay for sex which I found amusing is that it's a common thread so I think what they're trying to get at is that as opposed to actually being here for prostitution what they what I assume he means is that this is the main attraction and that that's something bad as if it would be bad to come here just because there are there are beautiful women that's that would make me a rational male heterosexual so um, I want to give a little bit of background as to actually why I spent so much time in Ukraine and why I spent so much time in this city in particular because there are beautiful women in lots of different countries and 
even in Western Europe, it's not really such so hard to meet them if you are obviously in the right social circles or you know to go to the right places. Um, so whilst that is an attraction in Ukraine for sure for straight guys to come here and that's why there are so many guys who actually travel to Ukraine um, at the moment exactly I mean tourism here is probably I, I don't know maybe there's gonna be an official statistic somewhere but I would imagine tourism from countries in North America and Western Europe is 99% male and definitely from countries like Turkey or the Arabic countries uh, Israel as well it's definitely heavily skewed in terms of younger guys who come here so definitely that is one of the big uh, attractions um, but it's not the only attraction to come here so I want to give you a, a little bit of overview now about exactly uh, why I chose to spend so much time here so the first thing uh, that I'm going to go into is cost of living now um, Ukraine obviously since the Euromaidan revolution just before it because Yanukovych the pro-Russian president actually really kind of wrecked the economy not that the economy was strong when he inherited it admittedly but basically he wrecked it and his son was trying to become this uh, also this oligarch uh, so they basically the country crumbled I actually used to come here when it wasn't so cheap um, maybe it's probably seven eight nine years ago uh, it was more or less the same price level as going to Central Europe so countries like Czech Republic's uh, so like the big cities like the big like Prague for example which no one would say today is a cheap city to go and visit it's it's cheaper in London or New York of course but it's not super cheap like it would have been in the 90s um, so I used to come here before the cost of living obviously in terms of foreign currency so dollars or euros whatever currency you're using uh, I used to come here anyways because I just love the city but more about that in a minute so the first thing I want to address is cost of living because uh, your experience in a place uh, is to a large part dependent on how much money you have first of all uh, basically it's dependent on your purchasing power right so uh, your experience can be very different um, if you can afford uh, to stay in a five-star hotel and obviously party all night in the best club with bottles of champagne I'm not saying that's the best way to have fun but that it's definitely gonna be a different experience and money and purchasing power uh, allows you to gives you the option of experiencing different things and that's one of the key factors in spending you know so much time in Ukraine at the moment because since 2014 the currency has plummeted here uh, it's now recovered in the last year I should point out the prices have for me they seem to have increased maybe about 20 25 percent this kind of price range but they they're coming back up from a very low base it was definitely the cheapest country I've been in Europe um, up until this year for sure uh, and that just means your money goes so much further uh, so that's a huge factor to come here right I mean it's just like the level of service that I get is not much different to what I would get in Western Europe or North America well maybe North America is a bit different the, that extra touch they go for personal service uh, but we'll say definitely compared to other parts of Europe I wouldn't say there's a big difference but when you go to pay and you take out your credit card then you see a huge whopping difference there um, at least 50% uh, my friend Danny who's in some of my videos here in Odessa he has a channel got a world to see I'll link him below uh, great really great content it's not just from here it's also from around the world uh, he thinks from the higher end um, things like best restaurants clubs bars whatever that's probably about 50% cheaper and then for kind of normal things it's actually even cheaper again probably about two-thirds that's uh, like one-third the price so 66% that was his kind of rough estimate um, you can well we can go and look up exactly what the um, uh, statistics say but what I always feel was missing in you know the statistics about 
price cost of living differentials. It really depends what you're going to do as a traveler here. And that's not representative of how the country is in general. So most of you are going to stay in a hotel or an Airbnb or rent an apartment or something like that. You're going to probably, uh, especially if you watch my channel, you're going to be eating in good restaurants, solid good restaurants. So you're going to be going out and enjoying the nightlife, going to nice bars, going to the, the best clubs, this kind of stuff. Uh, I know there's a different type of traveler and they would focus on being a backpacker and maybe eating at the local market and uh, buying stuff in the supermarket even. Uh, but I don't really make these videos for those kind of people. I, if you are watching, I hope you get great value out of it, but I don't really have you in mind because that's actually not how I live when I'm traveling here. I definitely do go to the best restaurants. I don't necessarily need fine dining, something very formal, but I like, I love food. Um, so that's kind of when I, you see my, my videos, that's, I'm trying to share my experience with you and communicate that. And if you're interested in having a similar one, like the Zara experience, as I call the channel, then this is why it's tailored in this way. Cause I do get messages also from you, um, asking me to make budget stuff, but I've decided against that. So there you go. That's me kind of, um, digressing a little bit as to as the main purpose of this of this podcast episode but that's basically why you see me make the videos in that style um, so for me I would say it's actually a little bit cheaper than 50% because I used to live in Munich in Germany and that's the most expensive city in Germany one of the most expensive cities in Europe um, and I remember because I did have a very high salary when I lived there so I and used to go to the best restaurants and used to go to the best clubs, used to go to the best bars. I uh, used to live in the city center. So I know what rent is like in the city center in Munich uh, in a nice place. And I would think it's definitely cheaper than 50% when I go to pay here. I mean, I just imagine what my, my lifestyle in Odessa would cost me in Munich. Well, it's going to cost at least three times as much uh, from personal experience, even with the price increase in the last year so cost of living just allows you to do so much more with you know it allows you to experience different things like i will say money is not objective in itself for me uh but definitely affords you uh more possibilities um in terms of what you can do and what you can experience and that's i think this is the great value in earning money and making money for me personally so that's something that's really really important um because i could go the, the and live in other countries in the region like i go live in moscow um if it were just about girls, for example, of course, there are also beautiful women there. Or I go to uh, Sweden, for example. Sweden, also a great place uh, for, for chicks. Um, but the cost of living in Sweden is obviously uh, three times. I mean, Stockholm is so expensive uh, compared to here. So I would need to generate um, three times as much income per month in order to have the, the same experience. Um, so this is a really, really important point to bear in mind that um, cost of living, when you're choosing, if you are looking at having a more location independent lifestyle, you can actually spend more than just a couple of weeks holidays somewhere uh, that you do look at the cost of living and what it's going to afford to you. I know that Central Europe, like cities like Budapest are really popular now for digital nomads. Uh, these are the people who can move around pretty easily, work over the internet. But in Budapest, definitely, I, I've been there. I spent a week with a good friend there, James. Um, we hung out and uh, he brought me to actually the best restaurants in Budapest. And it, it's, it's, it felt double the price of here. Like, and people who come from London think, oh, Budapest is so cheap. Or they come from New York, LA or somewhere. And they're like, I'm just like, no, I think things doubled in price. So that, that kind of gives you a ballpark um, estimate, right? And of course, if you have unlimited money or you know, you inherited or you just made it, you made so much money, you don't know what to do with then you don't really care about these things. But if in any way um, you're price sensitive, and I think actually everybody likes to get good value for money. Uh, let's be honest about it. Even if you have 
50 million sitting in the bank, 50 million dollars, 50 million euros, you still want to get value from money. Most people, I think it's a psychological thing. No one likes to just squander, especially if you made it yourself. Um, you know, through hard graph and applying yourself over many years, you don't like to just throw it away willy-nilly. So uh, that's a huge factory to spend time in Ukraine. Uh, Odessa is a very touristic city, but like uh, now the tourist the high season is now over. I was here for a high season. I pay high season prices for accommodation. Um, but now it's like I'm paying 25 euros a night uh, for a, an apartment, a studio apartment, very nice one, uh, right in the city center. I think a homeless shelter probably in Dublin or in London, it's probably per night um, gonna cost you more. But I don't know, I should look that up before I say it. But it's, it, it's, you know, it's, it still costs money to stay in those places. So a youth hostel there in Dublin or London, it's, it's got to be about the same price I would expect in the city center. So that's that's the comparison. So you can just do a lot more with your money. That's a huge factor for me. The, the countries around it are more expensive. Like even Moldova is a little bit, Kishinev is a little bit more expensive than here. Even though the, the economic development of Moldova is definitely way behind this country and definitely way behind the city, Odessa. Uh, it's definitely higher. Romania the same. Definitely higher cost of living there. Uh, Belarus. Uh, Russia in the big cities like Moscow is way way higher than here so that's why I actually chose to spend my time in Ukraine at the moment uh, that's a big factor number one so I've gone into that I touched on food I love the restaurants here I'll be honest about you I'm a glutton I love the food and of course you know and if money was unlimited, I guess I would I could say the same about living somewhere else. But uh, food in Ukraine in restaurants is particularly uh, high standard. Uh, I would say um, just the kind of above average is excellent. And there's just a great diversity for me anyways, um, my taste. So there's a lot of Italian food, a lot of Ukrainian, obviously. I don't like the Ukrainian every day, like borscht, vareniki and the stews and the salads uh, i like them but i wouldn't eat it ever more than once a week if, if even um the other cuisine that i like to eat here in odessa or in ukraine in general is georgian georgian food for me is just like it's heavy but man is it good so we're talking about hajapuri uh hinkali um the different salads also they have a lot of stews so that's also something to just love and there's obviously a lot of Japanese food and sushi, it's kind of international. So basically you have a good mix of cuisine here. The standard is very high uh, service. Also shisha, I never um, smoked anything actually, <laughs> to be honest, um, until I started hanging out in this country and uh, just enjoy shisha. I found it very social, so I'm talking about hookah. I'm not saying it's good for your health. I'm not saying that you should go and do it yourself, but I actually enjoy it. So this is something that the standard is really, really high in Ukraine compared to other countries that I've been to. In Western Europe, for sure, it was not as good and it cost a fraction of the price here. And I, I also have really good shisha in more expensive places like Dubai uh, or say in Beirut in Lebanon where it was excellent. But I have to say that's another factor. So this kind of food, uh, entertainment, just the quality of it also I really, really enjoy. So that's a second reason to be here. Um, third reason is the political situation. I actually studied in addition to becoming a lawyer and working at the European Commission uh, where I actually dealt a little bit with Ukraine and Russia and this region. Um, I study international relations and I had a specialization in the former Soviet Union, uh, so New Eurasia they called it at the time, I went to graduate school in the US to a top university, Johns Hopkins University, uh, where I studied at SAIS uh, School of Advanced International Studies, which, is, uh, which was at the time voted number one for this kind of specialization. And there I took on the former Soviet Union. So for me to come to Ukraine, there was actually a famous book 
uh, the Clash of Civilizations by Samuel Huntington at the time was very popular when I studied about and they had these fault lines where there would be conflict um, I mean this is post Cold War early 90s um, you had um, the end of history in the last man by Francis Fukuyama and uh, he basically said it's over there's no more competition we found the right um, the, the final uh, template for everybody people thought that was the end we weren't searching for a new system that everything would be settled around uh, um, free market economics, uh, capitalism, democracy, and Samuel Huntington had had a book about how there would be this clash of civilizations. That just to simplify, I'm not going to go into a political, um, make this a political video or an international relations tutorial, but basically uh, that here in Ukraine was one of the places that he had the fault line between uh, Russia or the Russian sphere of influence and the more European Western sphere of influence. And um, of course we had 2004, the Orange Revolution in um, Ukraine, which forced a, a, a third round of uh, voting and eventually a pro-European president, uh, Yushchenko, came to power. And then, of course, we had Euromaidan in end of 2013, beginning of 2014, uh, where uh, Yanukovych, who subsequently been democratically elected, uh, lost power uh, in, a, in, a, in a revolt against his, um, his rule and his decision not to sign an association agreement with the EU. Um, so I was actually there actually on the square at the time. So this is another thing that really interested me to see the revolution take place because I miss obviously all the stuff in the 90s or the end of the 80s here. Uh, that was off limits to me and I was way too small. Um, and then <coughs> I wasn't, I was actually in the US uh, in 2004. So 2013, 2014, I actually to see it close up firsthand and then to read the media, whether it happens to be the mainstream media and their interpretation or a lot of like um, alternative media on, on the on the internet who claim everything is a Western coup or whatever in Russia well, and I'm assuming pro-Russian a lot of it and then actually been there and just see what a lot of BS half of this is uh, especially the stuff about the language <coughs> um, at the time so for me it was really you can see how passionate I am about it and then to be here and see the results of the revolutions it was actually happening and then it just gives you a good um, personal experience as opposed to relying on the media all the time um, because Media is a basic group of people with their own perspectives. Maybe they're good journalists, maybe they're just lazy journalists, maybe they're pushing a certain political agenda. Uh, and may, whether it's mainstream or so-called independent media, a lot of it's just like propaganda. Anyways, they either have sympathies or they're paid by another side uh, to push that point of view and they claim to be independent. Anyways, um, so that's basically one of the big reasons for me to also be in Ukraine. I'm also really interested to go to Russia and to Belarus. I was in Belarus a few times this year and it's very interesting to see the difference in the people's mentality and how the country is run compared to Ukraine. It's really, really different. Well, the people, of course, they have a lot of commonality historically and um, a lot of people, obviously most people in Belarus speak Russian, a lot of people do here and they were both in the, the, the Soviet Union at the time. It's really digressed in terms of how young people there perceive the world. Uh, Belarus is starting to move uh, in the same direction as Ukraine, from what I can see. Um, and Russia, I don't go to often enough at the moment. I'm planning to go to Russia very, very soon. Uh, spend a few months there and really get to know the country better than on my previous visits, which were quite short. So there you go. So that's a third reason for me to be here. It's just the political context and the culture. And that's really just like the historical culture and the new developing culture, whether it happens to be youth culture. Um, that's very strong here in Ukraine, definitely. I've seen big differences in the last five years in how young people um, dress, uh, behave, uh, their objectives. It's definitely 
moving more towards Europe quite rapidly, I would say, maybe not as rapidly in Odessa itself, in the south, because we're a bit further away from, um, from Europe than we would be, than say Lviv, which is really close because it's close to the Polish border, or Kiev, the capital. You definitely see big change uh, there. So this is all really, really interesting for me uh, to see firsthand. And then, yeah, there are lots of beautiful girls here. That's definitely a big factor. Uh, as well, another important thing, um, straight single guys, so of course, this is a consideration where the, where the pretty girls, uh, of course. And this country, I'm going to make other videos about Ukrainian beauty and just beautiful beauty in the region in general. For me, this is the region in the world with the most beautiful girls on average. Um, there are other regions where I think it's like, like southern Brazil, for example, very, very south of Brazil. Also, it's uh, extremely high level of beauty. Uh, amongst the girls there. That's why there's so many top models from Brazil. Also why there's so many top models from this region and from Russia, of course, as well. Um, so that's definitely a factor. I would not, and I don't myself, come to Odessa in particular uh, because of girls. I would say that's one of the least uh, pri lowest priority region, uh, reasons to be in Odessa. Um, and it's just my experience because my friends, I made these videos, five reasons never to date a Ukrainian girl, followed by Five more reasons every day in Ukrainian and that's just the frustrations of a lot of my friends who come here so there was a Belgian guy I met Sven and recently he was here and he told me that if you come to Odessa and you think it's gonna be easy to pick up girls then you're gonna go back with your ego uh, between on the floor basically it's like don't come here for girls um, uh, another uh, American guy Mark he said like this is the hardest place in the world <laughs> to pick up girls maybe um not sure i'm sure there are harder places I'm just, um i don't know if he went to saudi arabia or somewhere where that might be harder at least harder to survive afterwards um so that's definitely it i wouldn't come to Odessa for this reason basically local girls in general don't like foreigners sven also said that he thought that being a foreigner having traveled around the world was always an advantage every other place he visited except this city he said being a foreigner was a noticeable disadvantage and I have to agree with that uh, being a foreigner especially if you don't speak Russian big disadvantage so I would never advise to come here for that reason if that's your top priority there are definitely places where that's going to be it's going to be more interesting easier uh, well you're more likely to have a success uh, for sure as a, especially if you're North American or European so that it is true that definitely there are pretty girls here and you can see that in my my videos of course uh, there are lots of pretty girls there are girls I'm hanging out with and girls I'm dating uh, while I'm here but that isn't a uh, particularly high priority for Odessa Ukraine definitely uh, but Odessa in particular no if that were a very high priority I actually wouldn't spend so much time in this city uh, that's the honest truth about it so you can see um, that I'm not maybe even as passionate when I start talking about girls here as I do and that's why I made those other videos to give you a more balanced view um, about what it's like if you come here with that objective in mind I, as I said there are better places and I'm going to be going into that in later episodes of this podcast and also my videos as I travel around the region you're gonna get a real taste of what it's like uh, where I recommend and maybe where I do go if I'm only interested in hooking up with chicks with beautiful women um, it's definitely not in the city uh, that is for sure now the, that's four reasons and you see I listed the girls number four and number five is the languages uh, as you know I'm a language geek freak whatever you want to call uh, me on that uh, for that reason or that note and of course I've been learning Russian for several years 
I'm not, wouldn't say I'm particularly amazing in Russian, especially because I learned over 10 languages. Uh, you can check that out probably in other videos on my channel where I speak in those. You can see my levels. Uh, but definitely Russian, even after a lot of time here, is probably only language number seven, number eight, I would think. I definitely speak better French, Italian, English, uh, German, um, what else am I going to say? Portuguese for sure. Um, maybe, I don't know if my Dutch is as good anymore. It probably sucks. Probably my Russian is better than my, my Dutch. If you, don't, if you don't maintain languages, they tend to atrophy or fade away as a competence. So my languages that I spoke really well five or six years ago because I was just in that country or I was in that environment and now I don't use it. So, and Russian I obviously use when I'm here every day because I speak in Russian in Odessa. So we are in Ukraine. The official language of the country is Ukrainian. Uh, but this city, um, the language that's used uh, most in daily conversations uh, on the street when you go to shops is is Russian uh, it's overwhelmingly Russian um, you're definitely not going to hear very much Ukrainian spoken here you can of course speak in Ukrainian if you if you are Ukrainian speaking no one's going to be angry at you or something if you speak Ukrainian it's completely cool with everybody uh, but this city is predominantly Russian speaking so Russian is a big international language is one that I started learning uh, many years ago and that has been a real struggle for me uh, compared to the other languages that I learned it's taken me a lot longer to get to a good level and being able to use it here and just reap the reward the the fruits of my labor in terms of what I invested in learning it that's a huge incentive to spend time in this city in Odessa now in Ukraine in general of course it's not the official language and it's not the language spoken by the majority of Ukrainians you have to be clear about that uh, but in big cities that a lot of you guys are going to go to it is still the main language no matter what Ukrainian language nationalists might say or write in my comments or troll me about um, that's just the reality and I'm giving you this information so that you can have the czar experience <laughs> you can come here and you can get the most out of it so I always say you should learn Russian first um, unless you're going to spend a lot of time in the west of Ukraine like Lviv which is a really beautiful city if you're going to spend your time there then definitely learn Ukrainian before Russian because it's the main language and it will just go a lot further for you but Russian is a big international language it's a bit like the debate maybe between learning Spanish and Catalan even if you live in Barcelona I know it's Catalonia like Spanish is such a much more valuable and useful language for you most likely in your entire life and when you travel to Latin America etc that you should learn Spanish first and I think if you learn, spend a lot of time in Barcelona I did learn some Catalan I never lived in Catalonia but I did go and spend six months learning the language and I did use it when I went to Catalonia and people were really surprised that uh, they could a foreigner had actually gone and learned Catal Cat Catalan um, so I think you should definitely go and do that if you're gonna spend a lot of time in the country so if you learn Russian then of course you should go once you get a good level and learn Ukrainian as well um, but the reality is like you can travel over the former Soviet Union and basically use Russian as a lingua franca so um, obviously Russia itself Belarus um, Central Asia and you meet Russians are kind of everywhere these days as well so you're actually going to use it um, in different countries so there's 50 million Ukrainian speakers and there's like probably uh, there's over 300 million people who speak Russian maybe it's 350 million so there you go that's your return on investment is going to be higher they're both as difficult <laughs> if you only speak English beforehand for sure because um, I didn't speak any other Slavic language so definitely I would recommend that you go and learn Russian first um, here in Ukraine it's completely fine to use Russian in any of the cities that you're likely to visit so uh, here in Odessa, Dnipro, Kharkov, um, Kiev definitely Russian is probably is definitely the main language still used in those big cities uh, if you go to Lviv as I said Ukrainian is, def is, is the opposite Ukrainian is number one it's overwhelmingly Ukrainian speaking you can of course use Russian 
in the center of the city. Not everyone's going to reply to you in Russian, uh, but it's not a problem if you're in the very touristic center there and that beautiful uh, market square and all the places people will understand. <clears throat> they may reply to Ukrainian, but it's perfectly fine to use Russian. A lot of people actually do speak Russian there because they just have a lot of Russian spoken by people who visit. But if you are going to hang out there like I did, I actually went there to learn Ukrainian, then definitely go and invest your time in that. So that's the fifth reason. Uh, it's language, it's linguistic. I also went to learn Belarusian a little bit. I was invited there. I didn't make my videos yet, so you haven't seen them on the channel. I actually need to go back to Belarus because it rained every bloody day that I was in Belarus for the 10 days learning Belarusian. I had three hours, one-to-one -one tuition. Um, and in that time, yeah, we only spoke Belarusian, so I actually got up to a good level. So I've actually also learned that language a little bit, so I can tell you about that. Just got a little fly in my back. So um, I'm going to round out this episode of the podcast there are the five reasons girls and beautiful women are definitely one of them but i think for spending time in ukraine it's a combination of those five factors why i chose to live uh, live here i'm sure you can relate to a lot of that so that rounds out this episode of the vodka podcast with me connor klein this is this our experience if you're new to the channel you know help the channel out give the give the video a thumbs up if you've lasted this long to get to the end of it you must have enjoyed it got value out of it and definitely squeeze the red subscribe button uh, after you strike the like and whack the notification bell beside it because otherwise you don't get notified when I upload new videos. We're loading about twice a week at the moment. We'll try and push that to three. Let's see how we get on. Um, but you know, I've been making a lot of content here in Odessa and it's end of summer. So maybe as we go into winter, it'll be a few less videos if you have visited Ukraine and if you have good reasons that I haven't mentioned uh, to come here and uh, spend time in this city, then please leave me a comment below building this great community. I do get a lot of trolls, like I mentioned, uh, the particular troll in the beginning, but you know, he inspired this video. So now it's not all trolling is counterproductive. Um, but there are people who really try to help each other out there in the comments, really give great personal advice and experience from being here. So don't think that your, your personal experience, if you've interacted with Ukrainians, visiting Ukraine, uh, isn't worth, isn't going to help someone else. Um, so definitely leave a comment there. Become part of this czar community uh, of, I don't know, what are you, czaristas, czarinians? I'm not really sure what name I should give you guys. Maybe drop me a comment like that as well uh, if you find it interesting enough. And let me know what your top reasons for coming to Ukraine are and whether you think girls should be the number one priority for coming here, whether they are worth all that, um, if they're worth prioritizing number, number two, and whether you think they are actually the most beautiful in the world because I'm going to be making videos on that topic as well very soon. I'm going to stop rambling. There is another photo session going on in front of me uh, for a wedding couple. Um, so as I was saying, this is wedding season. And with that, I bid you all an amazing afternoon if you're watching my time zone, evening if you're watching this in Asia. And if you're in North America, it's going to be morning if we were doing all this live, which of course we're not. And I will see you and all your smiling, enthusiastic faces for traveling in Eastern Europe in the next video. Desvedanya, Dopobachina from Odessa, Ukraine. Sar Experience.